Once again, good morning, everybody, and welcome to Healing School. Healing School is the place where people come to hear and to be healed. And this morning, I'd like to add, get that spirit fed, because healing comes in your spirit. It's a spiritual thing. Praise the Lord. Father, we thank you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. As we just look to you today, as we believe you now, in Jesus' name, that people will hear, for they have come to hear and to be healed. Now, revelation knowledge come to them today. I bind every hinder. I cast down everything that will get in their way. Today is the day that you have made, and they will rejoice and be glad in it. And we praise you for it today. In Jesus' name, amen. amen. All right. Prophet, let's talk about how to live and not die. How to live and not die. And I want to take this from Psalms 118 and verse 17. Psalms 118 and verse 17. And we could start it from the King James Version. Who knows? We may end up in another. The Psalms 118 and verse 17. Now pay attention to words. Get, get pen and paper. Write down these scriptures. Take some notes here. When I say we are talking about how to live and not die, I know our bride's race. I know that. Because for the most part, you have never heard of that before. I understand all of that. But guys, let me tell you. When I say you can live uh, and not die, it's true. Did you know Jesus died so you can live? Yes, he did. Jesus died so you and I can live. And he said he came so we can have life and have it more abundantly or have it in abundance. That's what Jesus said. Now, the Bible talks about life and death a whole lot, but it talks more about life than it does about death. You see, the Bible says, when we were dead in our sins, pay attention to words now. Prophet, just let me know when you're ready. When we were dead in our sins and our trespasses, Jesus saw us lying in our own blood, and he delivered. He did. Now, St. John chapter 10 and verse 10 declares, the thief, or we could say the devil, because that's, that, that's who is the thief. So the thief comes to rob, steal, steal, and destroy. But why did Jesus 
in him. The Father sent mm-hmm. Jesus so you and I can have what? Life. Mm-hmm. And have it in abundance. Mm-hmm. And we are talking about how to live and not die. Praise now, you have to cooperate with God. Are you listening to me? Yes. You have to cooperate with God to live. But I got some more news for you. You also have to cooperate with the devil to die. Hmm. Think about that. You have to cooperate with God to live. But by the same token, when you cooperate with the devil, he's full of death. That's why he comes to rob, steal, kill, destroy. But again, Mm -hmm. Jesus said, I came so you can have life. Amen. The God kind of life. Z-O-E. Zoe. Praise God. That's the God kind of life. Now, it is so important to grab a hold to these things. All right? So important. Okay. Psalms 118 and verse 17 in the King James says, I shall not die but live and declare the works of the Lord. In the Amplified Classic, it says, I shall not die but live and shall declare the works and recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. Wow. Wow. Let's pause right there. The, say that word again, the illustrious acts. And recount the illustrious acts of the Lord. And would you say that is the goodness of the Lord? I, I, absolutely. I, I love the Amplified because and the King James says, I shall not die, but live. Amplified says, I shall not die, but I shall go on to do the illustrious works of the Lord. You know, and that is what life is all about, declaring his works and doing his will in the earth. Uh-huh. Amen. Yeah. Now, let's save on that word, works, for a second. What did Jesus mm-hmm. say? Jesus said, We shall do what he did. And greater works than he. How? Because he said, I go to my father. Where is he today? He's with the father. Watch this here. Again, he said, the works that I do, you're going to do them too. Mm -hmm. The works that I do, you're going to do them too. Now, this is so powerful because, you see, Satan wants you to believe because the doctor said you have this and you have that and you have the other. You got to go. You got to die. Listen to me. That is not true. I want to repeat that. That's not true. I want to repeat it one more time. I want this drilled into your spirit. That is not the truth. 
Let me show you one reason why I say it is not the truth, because it's not. But let's show you the scripture. Go to uh, Mark. Go to the book of Mark, chapter 11. In verse 22 to 24, but we're going to focus in on verse 23. Mark 11, 22, 23, and 24 in the King James says, For verily I say unto you, well, let's start at verse 22. And Jesus answering and said unto them, have faith in God. Verse 23. For verily yeah. I say unto you, that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be now, thou this, removed. Look at the word there. Whosoever shall say, it must be spoken, it's got to be said, to this what? To this mountain. The mountain is the problem. It's the dilemma that you are facing. Okay? Mm. Yeah. Speak to it. Speak to your body. Keep going. Praise God. Whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea, and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe that those things which he saith shall come to pass, he shall have whatsoever he saith. What you're going Therefore, to have? Therefore, what you're going to have? He shall have. He shall have whatsoever he saith. Okay. Keep going. Therefore, I say unto you, what things soever ye desire when ye pray. Believe that you receive them, and you shall have them. Whatsoever you desire, when you pray, I hope you have a I hope you have a desire to live, and I trust that you do pray. Mm. When you pray, believe. When you pray, believe that you receive what? What you're praying for. And what did he say? And you will what? Have them. And yeah. you will have them. Now listen. Prophet, you, you, you see what we're saying here? Yes. Now, in verse 23, he said, speak to the mountain. If some of you all cases, it's the cancer. Hmm. It's the high blood. It's the diabetes. So forth and so on. He said, speak to it. Hmm. Speak to your body. No, no. What is our opening scripture? Psalms one eighteen verse seventeen. Yes. So what? Live. 
I shall live and not die and declare the what? The works of the Lord. Praise God. Now that's Paul. Amen. Absolutely. But listen, it's got to get in your spirit. It's got to be in you. You've got to, look, it's like you go to the doctor and they give you a prescription to take. All right. You get that prescription filled and you just sit it on the shelf. And you got to go back for your checkup. You go back to the doctor. Well, how are you doing today? Oh, about the same as I was last time I was here. Well, did you get the prescription? Yes, I got it. Have you been taking it? Well, no, I decided not to. What are they going to tell you? They're going to say to you, well, why did you come to me? Why are you here? You see what I'm saying to you? Mm-hmm. The cannot help if it's not in you. It will not help. By the same token, the word, the word of God, the life-giving word. The word that is full of faith that God himself used. When he said, let let light be, and let there be light. Mm-hmm. And the Bible said there was light. What happened? God's words was filled. Is is it was it was filled with like a container with water. God's word is filled with faith. So then faith comes. When you are I hear the word of God. Faith come. Use your imagination. See yourself living and not dying. See yourself totally healed. Glory to Jesus. Do you see that? Amen. This this is powerful. Let's look at uh, Proverbs 26. Prophet, if you don't have anything there. Proverbs 26. Proverbs 26 and verse 2. Okay. Let's just run over there right now. And in the uh, King James. Yes. Proverbs 26. And verse 2 says, As the bird by wandering as the swallow by flying, so the curse causeless shall not come. Let's look at it in the Amplified Classic. Okay. In the Amplified Classic, uh, it says, just a second. It's a little slow this morning, but it's coming up. <clears throat> I have the amplified, but you want the classic. All right, the there we have. We have you the got classic it? now. Oh. Yes, it says, 
like the swallow in her wandering, like the swallow in her flying. So the curseless, the causeless curse does not alight. Let's put it this way. We want to make it as simple as we can to you. The curse cannot come without a cause. Hmm. I'll repeat that. The curse cannot come without a cause. Okay? Okay. Now, let me show you more on this. The Bible says Christ redeemed us from the curse of the law. Galatians chapter 13, uh, Galatians chapter 3, verse 13 and 14. Christ have redeemed us from the curse of the law, being made a curse for us. Cursed is everyone that hangs on the tree. Jesus was the one who hung for us. He took the curse. Cursed is everyone. Well, he was the one. He was the only one. And not us. You see that? Now, what does the curse consist of? What did Christ redeem us from? Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. Poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You've been redeemed from poverty, sickness, and spiritual death. You're redeemed from it. He took you out of that, and he put over here in the blessing. Okay? Now, we're talking about how to live it. Jesus said again, I came so you can have life. Amen. So many people are prematurely dying. Listen. You have to take care of this body because he only gave you one. Okay? It is proven medically that people who don't take care of themselves, people who are overweight, they have more issues than the next person do. Who's not? They have more things. And let me just use this stuff happening to them. But, oh, child of God, let me tell you something. You've been redeemed from the curse. You've been redeemed from that. People think God is sitting in heaven, prophet, pushing buttons. Mm. No. Oh, now Johnny is going to die today. Susan is going to die tomorrow. No, listen, God doesn't even deal with that. Proverbs 18 and verse 21 says, death in life. Proverbs 18 and verse 21, this is the King James Version. It says, death and life are in the power of your tongue. That means you have what you say. Believe those things which you say shall come to pass. Listen to me. When you decree, I shall live and not die, but declare the works of the Lord. I shall live 
folks, listen. Be ready for a fight. Are you hearing me? Be ready for a fight. This is why the scripture says, fight the good fight of what? Faith. If you're not in a faith fight, you're in the wrong fight. Get out of that fight and get into the faith fight. Why? Fight the good fight of what? Faith. Lay hold on eternal life. You know what eternal life is? It's everlasting life. So many people talk about, well, you know, uh, boy, this world is something else. I got to get out of here. I want to tell you something. Did you know God is trying to get in the earth and you're trying to leave out of the earth? He wants you to live. There's work to be done. Well, if we go, who's going to do the work? Now, don't misunderstand. If Jesus tarries and we are still here, we should be working for him. It's just that simple. But now listen. Somebody said, well, what about the uh, COVID-19 and all that stuff we went through? Listen, let me help you. Remember the scripture that talks about prophet, my people perish for a lack of what? Knowledge. Lack of knowledge. Now watch this here. Because they don't know, right? Right. Now, let's let's look at Psalms ninety-one in verse eleven. Yeah, I know that's one of your chapters. Psalms ninety-one. Uh huh. And verse what? Psalms ninety-one, verse ten through eleven. Let's look. Let's let's go to nine. 11. 9 through 11? Yes. Okay. In the King James? King James, yes. All right. It says, because thou hast made the Lord, which is my refuge, even the most high, thy habitation. Verse 10. There shall, there shall no evil befall thee, neither shall any plague come nigh thy dwelling. For he shall give his angels charge over thee to keep thee in all thy ways. Look at there. Plagues come. This is not the first time we've been under a pandemic. The Bible mm-hmm. said there's nothing new under the sun so it has mm-hmm. happened before right if oh, it's nothing yes. new happened before but now watch this here no plague shall come near your dwelling all right are y'all getting this today 
No plagues near you. None. Take it away, prophet. This is your chapter. Well, yeah. Yeah, it it is. Um, I I like it in the amplified version. Uh, It just gives us a little bit more light, um, Apostle, in the amplified. Those, Those verses, they are the same, but it says, because you have made the Lord, who is your refuge, even the most high your dwelling place, then no no evil shall befall you, nor will any plague come nigh your tent or your dwelling. Verse 11 says, for he will command his angels in regard to you to protect, to defend, and guard you in all your ways, watch this, of obedience and service. You see, you don't see that in the King James, but he's saying there, you know, it's like everything else that, you know, I give examples when I teach that the word of God is like a chess game. You know, God has a move and then we have a move. Mm-hmm. And and so we must make sure that we're taking our move first and then he'll take his move. So verse um, your Lord, because you have made God your Lord, because you have made him your Lord, who is your refuge, even the most high, your dwelling place, because you've done that. Verse 10 says, now no evil will befall you. You see, that's your move. Your move is to make him your Lord, make him your refuge, make him the most high make him your dwelling place and then he will make sure that no evil befall you you see your move and then his move yes and he goes on to say and no plague will come near your tent or your dwelling or your home see that's his move he says for i angels in regard to you see he's at work now but god cannot move until we move he cannot he will, he's a gentleman like that. He will not force his will on us. He will, he will not force his way on us. He wants to know that we want him. He wants to know that we have made him our Lord. He wants to see that first. That's why he said, call on me. Watch this now. And I will what? I will answer. And I will show you. I will show you great and mighty things that you did not know. But you must what? First what? call on him you have to call on him that's the first move and when you move child of god you activate him to uh, respond we have to get that so i love to to read this passage in the amplified because it just lays it out so beautifully when you make me your Lord, he's saying, when you make me your refuge, when you make me your most high and your dwelling place, then I will, come on, I'll keep you. I'll make sure no evil befalls you. I'll make sure no plague comes near you. Why? I am your most high. I am your dwelling place. How can any evil come to the dwelling place of God? Think about that, child of God. You have to get under uh, Apostle, you say it like this. We have to get under the sprout, come on, where the glory comes out. You cannot right. expect to be protected if we're on Satan's 
territory, in his territory, on his turf. How can God protect us like that? No, he wants Mm. us to come to him. It's like that mother bear is going to take care of that cub. When 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 the dangers come and and that little bear is out, the little cub is out there running around, running to dangers, and that mother bear sees it, he, she's going to come to the rescue and cover that cub. And that's what he's saying. We have to make sure he is our dwelling place. We have to make sure he is the Most High. And what God likes to see, not when we get in trouble, only when we get. No. Make him your Lord. See, that's what making him your Lord means. He's your Lord. He's, you, you know, we said it like this. If he's not Lord, he's not, if he's not Lord of all, he's not Lord at all. That's I'm right. going to say that again. It's if he's not Lord of all, and that means at all times, then he's not Lord at all. Because he mm-hmm. doesn't want to be a part-time Lord. Are you getting it? He doesn't want to be a Lord just when you're in trouble. He doesn't want to be your Lord just when you have a need. No, he wants to be your Lord. When To make God your Lord, he's first in everything. Everything you do, you're going to consult him. You're going to, you're going to acknowledge him. You're going to, you're going to seek his, his will and his way and his plan and his direction. You're going to say, Father, what must I do in this situation? He says, come. Uh, Helen, let us talk about it. Let us reason together, and then I will show you. You see, it's like a great, it's like a big, if you can think of the word of God like a chess game, I don't know how many chess players we have out there this morning, but that's a good way to keep up with how God works. That's good. He wants to hear you call on him, and then he said, I'm right here. I'm right here. I'm right here, Jim. Jim, you don't have to look for me. I'm right here. I'm right here, Diana. I'm right here, Helen. I'm right here. Here I am. Did you call me? Did my child call me? Here I am. And then he said, I will answer you. And now I will keep you from the evil. I will make sure no plague comes near you. Yes, as you can tell, that is one of my favorite passages in the Bible. Now notice. Notice. <clears throat> read it. Read. Read it again. And I'm going to stop you. Well, verse nine says, and we're reading it from the Amplified. It says, "Because you have made the Lord who is, because you have made the Lord who is your refuge, even the Most High." Now, Paul, no evil. All right. No evil should come near your dwelling. Pay attention That's to right. worship. But because you've done the first part. That's what I'm getting to. First things first. Mm -hmm. Because you, because you have made the Lord your what? Made the Lord your, your, made him Lord and made him your refuge and your most high and your dwelling place. See, you have to watch this here. Now, don't, don't let this trouble you, okay? Pay attention to words now. You have to give God authorization. He does not move without authorization from you. Mm. I want to repeat that. He does not move on your behalf, on my behalf, on nobody's behalf 
without authorization. Because you have made the law. See, remember Genesis chapter 1, verse 28. And let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the earth. Let them have dominion. Let male and female run the earth. Now watch this here. Let's say you have property for lease and you run out an office space, apartment, mm. whatever. Now, when that place was empty, you can go in and out it as will. But once that place is leased out, you can't do that. Why? There's someone who's holding the lease. You can't just walk on in on them simply because you have a key and you own it. No. Folks, what am I saying to you? God gave the earth rim over to man. There's a lease on this earth. And when the lease is up, here comes Jesus. I want you to hear me. When the lease is up, the lease is not up yet. So until the lease is up, God needs authorization from you and me. Somebody here on the earth must invite him in. The only way God can get involved in your affair is you invite him. That's why the scripture says in Hebrews 11 and 6, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. See, listen to me. God does not go where he's only tolerated. God goes where he is celebrated, where he is Lord, and he is Lord of all. Are you getting this this morning? Mm-hmm. Make him Lord. Now he's Lord over your body. That's why Romans chapter 12 and verse uh, 1 says, I beseech you therefore, brethren, sisters too, by the mercies of God, that you, that, that you is again, my, my. That you present your body a what? A living, not a dead one. We talk about how to live and not die. That you present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. You have to give him authorization. Do you see it? You got to give him authorization. He needs your permission. Satan just barred his way on in. Satan have no respect for you. But God does. Even though he made you. Jesus said, if, that if this again, prophet, if you love me, yeah. you're going to keep my word. What's yeah. the flip side? If you don't, you won't. Okay? That's right. If you don't, you won't. 
Prophet, let's read one more before we go to the phone line. Okay. Go to Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 17. Say it again. Ecclesiastes chapter 7 and verse 17. In what version? King James. Ecclesiastes 7 and 17 in the King James says, Be not over much wicked, neither be thou foolish. Die before thy time. Why? Listen to me. Living a wicked life. You have a wicked lifestyle. You would die prematurely. You would die before. Listen to me. You would die before you you're supposed to be out. Wickedly. See how you live have has said something about how long you're going to be around here. But you notice. You have the choice whether to live wicked or not. It's up to you. It's up to you. Someone to say, oh, man, did y'all, did y'all hear about that? So-and-so had an accident. They hit, they, they hit uh, a tree, what they call. The man took him out. But it was an accident. Pay attention to words. It was a what? It was an accident. An accident is not something that is purposely done. Am I right about that? Absolutely. But now watch this here. Even though it was an accident, that thing still took you away. But now watch this here. The thief comes. To rob, or we could say the devil, he is the thief. To rob, steal, kill, and destroy. But Jesus said, I came so you can have what? Life. Now watch this here. Even though you made a mistake, now I'm, now I'm, I'm, I'm focusing in on you children of God. Have you made Jesus Lord and Savior of your life? Hmm. You see, when Jesus is Lord, he said he'll give his angels charge over you. And guess what? Angels are not in heaven. They're, look, they're right here. See the angels the Lord giving you? They're right here with you on this earth. He'll give his angels charge over you. They shall do what? Keep you in how many of your ways, prophet? All your ways. Look at that. Okay. Still with you. We have heard testimonies of, of people get uh, in an automotive uh, accident on the highway. And they come out with not a scratch, but the automobile is worse than demolished. <laughs> But they they don't have a scratch, nothing wrong with them. What happened? 
that was the work of angels. What do you say, Prophet? I say the same thing. Yeah, we've seen that. And that's uh, what uh, Psalms 91 is talking about when he said, I'll give my angels charge over you. And so mm-hmm. those angels, they carry us and they keep us. <laughs> you know, it's like a good football game, good defense. Uh, they will block and they will stop the the incoming tragedies that Satan has designed for us before we even get out of bed in the morning. And this is why we 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 dress, you know, in the natural, but we must dress spiritually as well. We must That's make what... sure we address in the word of God. Put on yes. that word. Put on we have to put on that whole armor every day. Every day we must put that armor on. Amen. And it protects Amen. and it and keeps us. That's the that's the work of angels. That's right. Praise God.